Do you know what the word Catholic means? That's going to be the theme of my homily today. If, when I asked you that question, you thought to yourself, well, Catholic means universal, you get points. If you thought it means according to the whole, you get double points. Because, at least as I understand it, that's an even more literal translation of the Greek word from which Catholic comes. But the word Catholic means universal. Our church is Catholic. Our church is universal in two ways. And we can see this in the gospel parable today. In the first way, the church is universal because she's meant to be for everyone. When the king in the parable sent his servants out with the words, go out into the main roads and invite to the feast whomever you find. This is our Lord's desire for his church. Everyone is invited. The church is meant to gather people of every nation into her fold. And this comes out at various moments in our Lord's life. The gospel tells us, for example, when he began his public ministry, he went to all kinds of towns and villages all over the area to proclaim the kingdom of God is at hand, to gather the people in to this kingdom that he was establishing. And you have this sense of the welcome and inclusion of all when he meets this woman who was caught in adultery. And he says to her, neither do I condemn you. Even sinners, even those who struggle, are welcome in his kingdom. And before our Lord ascended into heaven, he sent his apostles out on mission And he told them to go to every nation of the world because his church is universal. Everyone is meant to be invited and welcomed into the family of God. And so the servants went out into the streets and gathered all they found, bad and good alike, and the hall was filled with guests. And wouldn't it be great if the parable ended here? But alas, it doesn't. There's this poor fellow who gets his hands and feet bound, cast out into the darkness where there's wailing and grinding of teeth. And why? He didn't follow the dress code. He didn't have his wedding garment. What is this all about? Well, in a way, it teaches us the other way in which the Catholic, the church, is Catholic. The church lives according to the whole. And Christ gave to his church the fullness of his teaching, the fullness of the truth, for the way of life that God intends for us. God has a particular way in which he calls us to live because he made us to be particular kinds of beings. There's a fullness of life, an authentic life, an authentically true way of being human to which God calls us. There's a dress code, if you will, within this family of God. All are welcome, we might say, but not anything goes. We see this again in various moments in Christ's life. 
Yes, he went around to all the towns and villages preaching the kingdom of God. But what was then the proper response? He called people to repent, to turn away from those ways of living that are not in keeping with that fullness of life that God desires for us. He spoke those beautiful words of forgiveness to the adulterous woman, but then he said, go and from now on don't sin anymore. He called her to that fullness of life that he desired for her. And he sent his apostles out, yes, to every nation of the world. On what mission? To teach everything that he had revealed. To teach all the nations everything that he himself had commanded. There's a dress code of sorts, if you will, in Christ's church. Not because the church is antiquated or prudish, but because she's been entrusted with this fullness of truth, and she calls us to it. The church doesn't want us to settle for anything less than that fullness of life. When she insists upon a certain way, the church isn't excluding. She's being faithful to Christ, and she's calling us to that fullness of life. This parable presents us with two rather poor ways that we might respond to the invitation to Christ's church. On the one hand, you have these invited guests who just completely ignore the invitation and don't even show up at the banquet. And then there's the guy at the end who came but decided, I'm going to come and I'm just going to play by my own rules. I'll pick and choose what I like and what I don't like about this wedding banquet. But what is the proper response to this invitation of the Lord into his church, which is Catholic? I would say the proper response is docility. It's a word we probably don't hear very much or think very much of, docility. But docility means I respond to the invitation with gratitude that I've been invited. And I respond with a willingness to accept what is right, not to decide for myself what's right and wrong, but to welcome the teaching of the church who is a wise mother and who wants nothing short of the fullness of life for me. Docility recognizes that it's love that invites us to the banquet that invites one and all to the banquet, and it's love that calls us to a particular way of life. It's out of love that Christ and his church present us even with those hard teachings, those things that are so completely countercultural in our day and age, and that are therefore very challenging for us. Because love will settle for nothing less than the fullness that Christ desires for us. That call to live according to the whole. The love of Christ and his church is Catholic. So what about all of us? We're here. We've at least responded to the invitation. 
We haven't ignored it. But what resentment or bitterness, maybe, is there in our hearts because of what Christ's church expects of us? What parts of the dress code do I want to change to suit my own tastes rather than to accept with docility? Maybe it's that call of the church to worship God at Mass every Sunday without exception. Maybe it's that insistence of the church on the dignity of every human life from the very moment of conception without exception. Maybe it's the church's insistence that chastity means reserving sexual intimacy only for marriage between a man and a woman. And within that union, always remaining open to life. We could go on, right? The challenging, the hard teaching. What are the ones that I struggle with? Let's bring that today to the Lord. Let's open our hearts to him and ask him for the grace we need. That's why he gives us grace. For the grace we need to be grateful for the gift of his church and for the grace we need to be docile to her. With deep trust and confidence also in God's mercy. Jesus gave us confession. The church makes it available because we are weak and we need that gift of mercy. The church is Catholic. She's Catholic because she's meant to be a home for all the peoples of the world. And she's Catholic because she holds out to all the people of the world that fullness of truth in the teaching of Jesus Christ. Let's say thank you to Jesus today. Thank you, Jesus, for the gift of your church, where we find already here on earth a foretaste of that wedding banquet that you're preparing for us in eternity. Amen. St. Patrick, pray for us.